You're listening to Season 10, Episode 160, recorded on March 9th, 2021, live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Sela. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month. Your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at CIMP.live. That's CIMP.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. Hello and welcome to episode 160 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. Uh, my name is Becky Jo Neal. This is my beautiful co-host, Kim Stacy, and the cutest dog ever named Pippa. I'm busy. I'm so <laughs> she's busy. busy. Oh, she's tired. And oh, coming in so to replace... <laughs> And coming in to replace Pippa as the cutest dog ever is Liza Minnelli and her incredibly talented owner, Sela Misra. How's it going? Thanks for joining us, Sela. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, this is uh, Music First Hands, comedian interview, comedians interviewing musicians. I always want to say magicians. It's sorry. one day it's going to happen it's soon. <laughs> yeah. Make it happen. Live your dreams. Sela, do you know any magic, any magic at all? Uh, I can make your mom hate me. That's about it. Um, anywho, uh, this is episode 160. We'd like to, uh, obviously give a big shout out to our patrons and sponsors without you. This would not be possible. Thank you for joining us here tonight. If you're here, please comment, um, ask some questions, have a good time in the Facebook comments. If you're listening to this on the podcast, we will be asking for tips. So, uh, get your phones out and prep that, uh, tip call number ready for Sela because it's going to be a damn good show. Um, I can promise you right now it's going to be more fun than the Meghan Markle and Oprah interview. Won't be as relevant, but it will be more fun. More fun. That one didn't seem like fun at all. Oh, my mom called me about it today. She's like, did you watch? And I'm like, I don't know why white America has just figured out that the Royals suck, but <laughs> we've, we've been I was on organizing that. papers. I was doing yeah, I didn't, I, was I didn't watch it either. I didn't pay it. I didn't watch it, but it seemed very bizarre. I don't know. I've got, yeah. Oh, Jessica Forsyth is here. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, she just says, Sela. I'd imagine it's like hey, Stella. Sela. Um, oh, that's. Oh, shit. Sorry. I just, I just threw my um actual place off my journal for a long time. Uh, thanks. Shout out to Kim. She gave me a new glitter gel pen. So this entire uh, show is brought to you by the color purple glitter. Um, how you, have you used doing... a purple pen? I used a purple pen. Get out. Okay. Kim and I, Kim and I twin a lot. Sometimes tonight is very different because I'm dressed like a Hey Arnold side character and you're dressed like um, Rue McClanahan and girl, Golden Girls, but sexier if that was possible. Yeah, I was going for more like the vision dream um, in Roseanne, that one episode when she thinks that she's a goddess. And then, yeah, she's like really getting pampered in her bathroom. That's what I'm going for. And Miss Liza Minnelli has a beautiful, sleepy little hoodie on. What are you wearing, Liza? She's something I don't want to wear. I'm doing hood thing. Yeah. 
She's doing hood ratchet with her friends. Um, oh, Kate Howard is also here. Hi. Oh my God. And just, okay. Jessica says, I love sleepy puppy dogs. Look at these. I mean, I, the one time I'm not with my dog, I'm in Dallas for my partner's birthday. And here we are. I'm without a puppy to snuggle. Um, but speaking of snuggling puppies, how have you been handling quarantine? I know you, uh, finished an album in quarantine, but have you, uh, found any new hobbies or anything since being isolated? Hobbies. Oh yeah. I love poker. Turns out like I freaking love poker. I got the coolest little poker set too, like with the chips and everything. And they're like clay. They feel really good. They come in a thing. And, uh, I freaking love poker. I didn't know that. Did you play poker before that? No, maybe a couple of times. Like, uh, just like with people around and here. Now I just want to. I want to. I told. I had said out loud. I would could play poker all the time. I'm not good. I'm not good or anything. I just really oh. enjoy. <laughs> I just really enjoy playing poker. So, yeah, that's you something. You play I, yeah. online. No. Yeah, th- that was a. I had made some announcement about like, I could play poker all the time. And my neighbor was like, yeah, there's online poker. I'm like, yeah, I can't, you can't really want to play poker all the time and then start playing online poker. That's just a recipe for disaster. Are you about to barf? <laughs> oh, we all know. Uh, I too have a rat terrier mix. She can barf on me. Anyways. Oh, Liza. Yeah. Jessica says, I never played poker, played strip monopoly and said, also Dan Jason says, hi, hard pivot, but Jessica, oh, Dan. <laughs> you must've been, Jessica must've been cold for so long because monopoly goes on forever. And I so know. if you're stripping down, you're not wearing a shirt or anything for like four hours. Yeah. Or she's, yeah, she's really good. No. And everyone okay, else was well, naked. Then, Actually, everybody uh, else has frostbite, but Jessica's fine. I think my, my senior year of high school, this is, this is how white trash the place I went to high school with was, um, I, we went, we're at some high school party and, and the basement of the high school party were a bunch of like other seniors and they were playing strip poker. They were taking off like socks and I'm taking off my ring. I'm taking off my ring. It was like that kind of thing. Like no one was actually naked, but one of the guys in the basement had a girlfriend that was up on the main floor of the party. And she found out about him playing quote unquote strip poker in the basement with these girls. Mind you, everyone is 18. No one is under the age of this. We were freak. Everyone got held back in this white trash town. Some of them were 20. Um, like, they're all in the basement and she just, it became the quote of the, our senior year. She runs down the stairs, looks him dead in the eye and goes strip poker. And like, that was re- everyone just wrote that in her yearbook. They just wrote strip poker in all caps with a bunch of question marks. So shout out to Courtney, whatever your last name is. Now you got married twice since then. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, Ooh. Oh, she says, yeah, she's the monopoly shark. Knew it. Earl Manning says, aloha as per usual. Hey girl. Hey. Also, Chris, sorry, I realized I've been interacting as music first hand again and not as Becky Jonian performer. So let me just go back and re-like all of those things. Yay. Uh, Nailing it. <laughs> things are going really well. Just killing it. Um, Sila, before we get into um, two things, before we get into the first video. One, if you're having a good time tonight and you feel so inclined because you just feel, you know, all the buku money, you got your stimulus bill, you got it. That's what it's for. It's to support your local economy. So uh, get out and tip that 
Yes. Yes. We got to get that out back into the world. That's the whole point. We're supposed to be supporting each other. So let's uh, tip Miss Sila. We have a ticked. Uh, it's at the bottom. A running ticker at the bottom with uh, their Venmo and PayPal on there. So you'll be able to see that. But let me just. It is Venmo Sila S E E L A dash M I S R A, um, and it's emailsila.com. You can also look up uh, Venmo and PayPal through emailsila.com S E E L A dot com. Um, so let's make sure we tip them. Any in quarantine with the album, what was the best part, the, the silver lining to finalizing an album in quarantine? Oh, um, well, you know, we couldn't have a CD release show, which was really a bummer because at that point, people were still talking like, oh, by the summer, oh, by, you know, because we we still didn't have a grip on how long it was going to last. And so I had had a date planned and, you know, the rehearsals and everything all planned out and then discovering that it wasn't going to happen. My family was going to fly down. Anyway, um, discovering it wasn't going to happen was a real bummer. But then it was like, well, what am I going to do to make it a special thing? I I didn't want to do a lot of online band thing because we'd have to rehearse and all the logistics and it doesn't always sound great you know having the full band and um and I didn't want to do a stripped down version of just me and John acoustic playing all of these songs that are really like fleshed out so I decided I would make a music video for every track I'd make an animated music video for every track on the album and I didn't know how to make music videos (laughs) so I was like I'll figure it out and then I you know I figured it out, watched some YouTube stuff, and also just sort of stayed up really late playing with the stuff I had. And, um, you know, I made 13 friggin' music videos <laughs> in like two and a half months. And it was, there were many nights where I was just sitting on the back porch with my husband like, this isn't, I'm not going to do this. This isn't going to happen. Why did I say I was going to do this? I can't do this. This isn't going to happen. And he was like, yeah, well, and then, and then it happened. So now I'm like, yeah, I can do that. So that that's a pretty, pretty silver lining. Cause now that's what I'm doing. Like oh, that's, yeah. um, that's yeah. kind of for my like, like in a, and like you were saying like a, yeah, a new gig. Cause you've yeah. done one for the bell sounds. Uh, Jeff yeah, we, Horn, I did a collaboration. Yeah. The one with the bell sounds was a collaboration with Noel. She took a bunch of footage of herself, you know, dressed in different outfits, doing you know, different like dramatic things. And then she gave me real general ideas of what she wanted and kind of just let me run with it. And I just drew all over. I'm like, okay, if I make your eyeball pop out, sure. Can I turn you into a monkey? Okay. You know, stuff like that. And so then she knit it all together and she added some other like gift art art and stuff. And it was pretty cool. She's She's really great at that editing stuff. I was like, here's the bits. But yeah, I did one for, for Plank. So good. For Bird Out on Ninth. And I did one for uh, Wilson Marks. Um, I think it's called something about a train. Only a train, it's called. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying the whole thing before. I, yeah, it's called Only a Train. His album is so good. It's called Tribute is in the Random. It came out a few months ago. It's just, okay. I don't know if you had him on. No, we got to get him. Call our people. We got to do that. Yeah. Uh- yeah. Rita calling somebody. Rita. Yeah. Alexa. No, no, don't. Sorry. Don't. 
Well, all right. I think uh, that opens up a lovely segue to uh, hear our first song slash video. Um, this is a, an interesting, fun show. We get to show you the actual music video that Sila worked so hard on. Um, so without any further ado, let's see. Oh, as I get a text message that says Patria Walkers wants to send you a message. I doubt, I doubt they do. And has anyone been getting a bunch of really creepy Instagram messages from people? It's like, I think it's a sponsorship. Well, this one. Oh, what? Yes, we're waiting. Sorry, I was like holding, trying to find the screenshot of the the schedule you sent me. This is real talk. This is uh Which one are we doing? We're doing cool? Cool. Yeah, that's cool. right. I was like, okay, for some reason yeah, on my cool, thing, it's backwards the, on my notes, but it's not. It's, title track. Title track. Yes. The title track to the album Cool by Sila Misra. Take it away, Chris. You don't like a bus. You don't want to have to figure it out. You don't want to hang around. Step out or stay all night. You can take it or leave it. Your show. You got no regrets. You got places you wish you knew. And you got people you're headed to. But you don't want to see. Decisions been made in your peripheral vision. I'll stay until you happen to face me. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome back. Uh, you are here at Comedians and Musicians. My name is Becky Joe. My co-host, Kim Stacy. And we are joined by the lovely and talented Sila. You just saw uh, the music video for You're So Cool, um, completely animated uh, by Sila. Um, if you enjoyed that, please uh, tip. It's the in a running ticker at the bottom. Um, it's a, I keep 
It's at Miss Sela. And if you want to make sure you put a uh, fist bump and the disco guy dancing emoji so that she knows where it came from. Okay. The guy in the purple suit. Yes. The guy yeah, in the purple girl. suit disco guy. Because he's cool. He's not wearing a purple suit. Did I make that up? Oh. Oh, it's on Facebook. Different emojis. Do they have this also dancing girl on Facebook? They must be more popular. I thought there was a guy in purple. I could have sworn. Well, you know, the guy that looks supposed to be like David Bowie. Yes. yes. You intern Rita. The intern, yeah. which is Macha and Saxon, his two Weimariners. Um, yeah, we'll get Alexa. <laughs> you keep talking to her. She's not going to answer. She's going to add something dumb to your grocery list. And you're going to end up with like, no. Um, if you're just joining us, we are here with Sila. This is the segment of our show where Kim gets to uh, tell everybody how creepy and awesome she is on the internet using her interweb fingers to type and decipher things. I so just Kim, love to research things. You know how like... I'm very excited about this. I love research. I just love it. And I'm a huge nerd for it. And that's why I love doing this. because Awesome. I, this is my favorite part so far. <laughs> It's great. I was telling Sila earlier, uh, uh, she's good friends with Johnny Gowdy. And you were on um, How Did I Get Here with Johnny Gowdy three times. And I listened to uh, all three episodes. Was that three times? Three times. The first one was in 2013, episode 203. So go ahead and check that out. The second time was uh, in 2017, January. uh, episode 556. You do and like research, don't you? I yeah. freaking love it. Nerd. And- <laughs> love it. <laughs> like, I mean, look at these notes. I have so many notes. It's crazy. Beautiful. And then you were just. You need recently- to get you some colored pens. I, well, I have purple. This is the purple one that I did. You need a it's set. It's a pen. We're going to hook it. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, but yeah, and so you did one recently uh last year which is the uh, you know this is just part two of 2020 so it doesn't really matter anymore but uh in june 2020 you were on um episode uh 934 so if anyone uh check those out i have like so many notes from all of them oh (laughs) this and don't forget about that what about this um but from the most recent episode that you did uh you d- did talk about how you love watching TikTok dances, and that's kind of like where you lose yourself. Do you are you still on that kick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's it's kind of mostly children now because there are like these like seven and nine year old children that are so freaking funky and just like have incredible style and just control and they are so amazing to watch so I tend to watch a lot of kids and then also um um like professional dancers but at home you know like doing yes. stuff in their kitchen it's like they just yes. seem like regular people and then all of a sudden they're just you know, you're like oh clearly you're a professional yeah exactly they're like vacuuming and then they like get on their toes and start doing points. just like whip a leg up out of nowhere and you're like no yeah. actually it's the really subtle stuff it's like you know a couple standing in their kitchen you know just kind of swaying to having some coffee and then all of a sudden they're like right in time and then they can do these things where they just sort of like stop their body and move it in little 
jerks that are like almost robotic and then go back into like, it's just freaking blows my mind. And that's how I went to the chiropractor. Yeah. Mm. That's that's, we can't do that. You have think you have to start when you're still, still a sprout. Yeah. Yeah. There's literally your bones have to grow into ballet. You have to, your bones have to grow into ballet. Like if you start ballet at like 20, it's not going to happen. Your bones, your muscles, your blood, your brain, all of it. Yeah. The ability to be yelled at by a Russian. (laughs) Oh, we all have that. (laughs) Yeah. Just got to dig deep. It's there. (laughs) Dig deep. Dig deep. But did you learn any like TikTok dances? Like, cause it, I think you said you wanted to do one of those spicy ones where they like change into a different character. No, No, that's not, I, you know, I struggle putting pillowcases on pillows. That's like, that's finesse that's beyond me. So that is hard. It is. Sometimes I just lay them across the top of the pillow. (laughs) Tape it around. (laughs) No, I just lay it there and leave. Yeah. It will, yeah. it will figure it out on its own. They'll figure it out. Or they won't. Yeah. I just don't, I don't really think about the future when I do that. I just think about <laughs> leaving the room. <laughs> I just think about getting out of there. Um, but so even though you don't do TikTok dancing, you have been baking a lot of bread. Yeah, I had this side gig for a while. My side hustle yeah. was the South Austin Bread Fairy. I shut it down a couple of weeks ago. I'll probably bring it back this fall where I make sourdough bread at home and I deliver it to people. They look delicious. I have oh, they- a celiac and um, oh. just looking at them. It, no, I was, yeah, I cried a little, but yeah. it was just, they look so freaking good. Yeah, um, they're pretty darn good. I mean, uh, there was times when I just baked them and sent them to my clients and never had one. So I was like, oh, I didn't yeah. make an extra. Oh, there you go. But, <laughs> you know, it was a weekly thing and it's it was, you know, took up some time. And uh, I have some other things I'm working on and having two whole days of the week every week where you can't really get in into what you're doing for very long before you're like, oh, crap, I got to go, you know, deal with it. Right. Well, because I like I wrote it down as when I was going through your Instagram and everything. Is, Wait, you can bake bread too, and you can make ceramics that don't look like a third grader made them. Me said, are you one of those people who uh, like to try everything and are just naturally good at it? So those people don't exist. That's that's <laughs> just a thing that people say because it looks intimidating. Um, I can bake bread. Uh, because I did this thing where I like did it a bunch and I learned how to do it and I practiced and I got good. Um, and then with ceramics, I've been taking ceramics for two years. So if I still make stuff that look like a, a third grader did it, I should probably quit. But you know, two years into ceramics, you can make stuff that looks pretty legit. Yeah, You can still make yeah. garbage, which, you know, every yeah. potter who's been doing it for a million years has stuff that just falls apart. But yeah. yeah. So there's this well, thing like, where people are interested yeah. in doing things. And so they just do them and they do them a lot and they get good at it. And then people look at it from the outside and go, I can't do that because that person was just born with the gift of doing it when actually that's not a thing. That's, that's a total lie. When people do stuff it's and they're good at it, it's because they practiced. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. Or they practice something that's with my therapist. 
Or it's like they practice something adjacent. I feel a lot of the times it's like, I don't know why I'm so good at baseball. I'm like, I don't know. You played tennis for 10 years, you dumbass. Like, that's probably why. Hand-eye coordination, stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, but, you know, no, this, and I believe that forever, you know, that I would see people, I'd see paintings, I'd see all kinds of stuff and be like, oh, I don't have it. And I was like, kind of like mad. (laughs) <laughs> you know, cause it looked like fun and it looked really cool. And then like a freaking idiot. It wasn't until I was in my forties that I was like, Oh, stupid. You can learn this. Just like you tell right. everyone when they see you playing music or singing songs and they're like, I wish I could blah, blah, blah. Like you. And like, yeah, how, how, you know, how long have you been working at it? Oh, never. It's like, well then yeah. Wishes. I don't know what to do with wishes. <laughs> you know, but right. it's like, like, Anything, I feel like, especially with like painting or drawing, because uh, everyone has influence, right? Like I, in my head, it looks like this and the product may not necessarily match what that imagery is. And then you hate the, you hate what you produce because you're like, it's not what I thought, but someone else looks at it and sees it from a completely virginal perspective. It's like, that looks good. And you're like, it doesn't look like it. Well, it, like objectively it's okay, but it's not what yeah. I it's okay actually i don't hate it and every like art grows on people people need to it's it's hard when you have an intention and you're trying to make something that's in your mind but you know it's also like uh one of my mentors oh okay that's nothing one of my mentors was like uh yeah the job of your uh, your drawing hand isn't to be the printer for your brain computer it's like that's not what you're doing like this is a whole process and and then he was like i because there was some some portraits i done he says those are really interesting i really like those and i was like they don't they don't look right and he goes if the point is to make a likeness then okay but they maybe they don't look like the person but we have phone we have cameras if you want a likeness take a picture you know just that's not the point is it a is it an interesting image is it an interesting drawing and so it, it's really kind of changed a lot about my ideas of art because I see these fascinating, very hyper-realistic or very realistic drawings and, and paintings that people do. And it's almost like athletics to me. I'm like, wow, you're a really good athlete. Like you're really good at this skill of making something look real. But it's, I'm also like, but why? <laughs> like, why? The picture already exists. Why do we need a painting of the picture? You know, like the, yeah. the ones that give another color or voice to the image, you know, with like accentuates a movement, does something with the color, makes you see something else, makes you remember something or feel something. That's the point. It isn't this like, look how close I came to the photograph, you know, though that is impressive. It's incredibly impressive. Absolutely. But But, yeah, I agree. I may completely eat these words in, you know, five years. No, you just totally melted Kim and I's brains. Kim yeah, at the like, same time we had this. <laughs> maybe I am like, an artist. You probably are. No, I just fired my therapist. <laughs> All I have to do is talk to Sila. Who knew? <laughs> I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> um, I did want to just talk about, uh, so you and your husband, John Green, what um who hashtag uh john green on the drums uh you guys have what was it just recently i think 19 years of marriage 
Yeah. Like congratulations. Second. Thank you. First. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of years. That's a lot of years. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. That's that's that that anniversary can almost drink legally in the US. In Canada. In Canada. <laughs> yes, that's true. That that anniversary is drunk right now. We got it drunk anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. In your home. house, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, in a safe environment. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So our uh, there was one picture or no video of uh, John climbing up two walls <laughs> and then yelling, um, "R two, R two, shut down all the something on the tra- trash on the trash compactors on the li- yeah." You remember that part in Star Wars where they're getting smushed in the trash yes. compactor? Yeah. I think he had about, he had a couple of glasses of wine in him. That was in Paris. And that was the little hallway. We rented an apartment and and that was the little hallway to the door. And it was pretty narrow. And he just, after a couple of glasses of wine, started climbing it. (laughs) Absolutely. As I I would have done that before the wine. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was 127 hours later. Isn't the movie? (laughs) 127 hours. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch that movie. No, cuts off his arm. Yeah, not, not because Spoiler. it was scary because James Franco was in it. Like, mm. <laughs> oh wait, that's the one where James Franco cuts off his arm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I did watch that movie. I think someone was mad at me, and they told me, "No, it's okay. You can totally watch it. You'll be fine." Someone <laughs> who knew that I would flip the f out, Oof. and he was like, "No, it'll be fine." And then that part and he'd already seen it and that part happened and i was like ah why and he's just really you no longer like, talk to them you're fine no i didn't he just starts he lobbing his arm off he doesn't admit to it he's like i don't know what you're talking about but maybe maybe it's not true maybe it was just my perception probably <laughs> not i was okay my mom did the same thing when i told her to watch uh the shape of water and i was <laughs> like you're an artist and you'll love this it's beautiful and she just called me and was, I was backstage at Esther's and Becky Jo was there and it's her favorite quote, but she called me and was so angry. And she, I was like, what, you didn't like the movie? And she goes, Kimberly, she fucked a fish. And I was like, <laughs> the, the- I mean, and then she goes, he ate a cat. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm so Sorry, I thought that you were gonna think it was beautiful. No, you should have not seen that movie, and now I won't. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thank your mother for me. Kim's mom goes. She bangs high fish. five to your mother. Fist bump. Thank you. Yes. And Kim, like Kim, you said, but they're in love, and her response was, "He ate a cat." That was exactly what happened. She banged a fish. They were in love. He ate a cat, Kimberly. Yeah. That that was. <laughs> The arch. These are all reasonable points. I think your mother is a brilliant woman. She is. Oh, she really she is. She definitely is. And but she's also uh, a wonderful artist as well. And so I'm just like, okay, well, shout out to mom. Yeah, mom is she's a magical woman. So she knows what she's talking about. I'm garbage, but I love her. Um. Anyway, uh, the segue of that was <laughs> you and your husband John. It's gonna be uh, so seamless. Don't worry. It's gonna be seamless. <laughs> Uh, cut this in post. Alexa, cut it in post. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be so mad at me. Um, but I just, do you have like 
a, a mute a meet cute story with John of like how you met because you both are just such beautiful, wonderful hearted people. Hang on and just I, a second. Hey, honey. All right, he's not watching. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, how we met was is actually hilarious. We we actually knew each other. We're really good friends for years before we ever got together. I was I was married before. John was at the wedding. <laughs> so yeah, oh, yeah, we were we were really okay, good pals. That long. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we were really good friends. And uh, but the way we met, um, I was playing a show with my friend who's a drummer. Was just a who was opening a show at the Saxon. And my friend who plays drums was playing with the band that I was opening for. So it worked out great that he was playing with me. And he had just met John like the week before. And I think I'd seen John around somewhere in some, some situation or another, but hadn't really talked to him. And um, so John was there because uh, this, this friend had said, Hey, you know, you should come. I'm going to play with these two people come down to Saxon. And so he went there and I was playing uh, with, my friend Chris and we'd have this, we had this little band together, this little trio, but it was just the two of us that night. And Chris was my ride home at the end of the, sh the night. I stayed for the other show. I was singing back up for the, the other people. And Chris knows everyone and everybody knows and loves Chris. So it took forever to leave. And I was getting really irritated because every table with oh, Chris, everybody had to go around and talk to everybody. And John was like, I'll, I'll give you a ride home. I was like, great, you're great. I'm going to go. And so out of here. we're driving home. He's driving me to my house and he goes, you need, you should start a band and I should be your drummer. <laughs> like He basically poached the gig from his new friend. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what are you doing Saturday? And then I went over to his house. We played like three, two tunes together. And I was like, want to go get a hamburger? He's like, okay, <laughs> that was that. Oh, hey, where did you go get a hamburger? I don't think we actually did get a hamburger. It's probably a taco. Where would we have gone? Oh, we probably went to Martin Brothers. Is that before your time? Martin Brothers. I'm constantly, stuff. like, I'm a casino loyal, so I'm always on the hunt for, like, other good burgers in town. This was well before casino oh, yeah. was the thing. I was going to say, casino's yeah. probably, like, what, 15, 12 years old, but not, not, not 19, not 19. This was this was 1992, mm -hmm. maybe mm -hmm. come through. So, <laughs> yeah, three something like that. Yeah, was Casino around? Yeah, you might have been. I was three. No. Or four. I also, mean, he was around Austin. Oh yeah, time. yeah. Casino and Blue. Those two dudes. You'd see him, you know, together all the time. Hanging out all day. Um, but, uh, also, I yeah. thought my partner just dropped this. This looks like white wine, right? For the podcast listeners, it's like wine, white wine glass. It's a red wine yeah. glass. But it's got a, looks like, no, straight tequila. Took a sip of that, thought I was going to die. Just, you know, that's not the container you put that in, but you do, you do what you can, I guess. Um, Is it glass? It's fine. It's You're good. You'll be okay. It's Does good, it hold a liquid? Sure. It's good. Kim, Kim, like Chris is going to like find the footage of me taking a sip and going, like, what were they talking about? Was I was expecting. Yeah. This is a tea. Stood up because I saw you Ooh. like stand up, and I was like, "Oh, she's done." No, it's because you almost passed out from the biggest shot of your life. It worked. Okay. 
Oh, Allison's on. Hi, Allison. She's one of our, our volunteers. I love, oh, we miss you. Um, Kim, since we're only doing one video for the second chunk, do you want to ask one more question before we do the video? I mean, uh, there's just so many, but yeah, I, know you have I, can, so many. I wanted to make sure you get to ask that my, my, my nerdy, uh, girl stuff. Um, oh, I will say actually, I do want to, uh, kind of touch upon one thing that you said with Johnny Gowdy in episode, uh, five, uh, five, six, um, what minute mark was this? 17. <laughs> uh, this is out, uh, 21 minutes and 32 seconds. Exactly. Um, we consult my notes. Can you imagine that was right? That would be so cool. Uh, <laughs> um, but you said that there is like a family tree of Austin music. And when you like said that, it's like, I feel the exact same way. Cause just like going through, all of Johnny's episodes and then also that fun thing when you start following somebody and you can see uh who their friends are with you and who you follow and all that stuff I'm like I know so many amazing musicians now in Austin and then how they know each other and then how I know that through there and it it is it's exactly like a family tree and yeah in the 90s before social media, it was actually well, yeah. going to a show. You know, you go to a show and be like, wasn't that bass player in the band I saw yesterday? And then, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, and you'd realize that a lot of different, a lot of musicians played in each other's bands, especially bass players, drummers, horn players, right. piano players. You'd see a lot of people in each other's bands. And, and I, I was listening to a lot of jazz as well. And then, you know, when we cross over, you'd be like, wait a minute, that guy was just playing a jazz set that I went to at happy hour. And now he's here at this, other show and you realize that there was this sort of this family tree you know not just to people sorry i have to turn off my heating pad because i'm a hundred um <laughs> mine's I, by my feet <laughs> yes. my heating pad and my my little tincture here um Hi, it was nice because there was there was you know that when i was coming up there was like another you know two generations at, that had been around that had all known each other and they were introducing me to people and then I would kind of meet people and then people would come into town and start playing with one person and then wind up playing with a bunch of people and you would just sort of you could kind of trust a gig just knowing certain people were going to be on it even though you didn't know the artist you had never seen him before you just feel like well who's on bass who's on drums oh cool I'll go because you know that their that their integrity and their way of playing that they would only play with somebody good or somebody you would like Right. And so there was this lovely kind of, it, it, over the years, it did. It kind of became like a little family tree. And then this band would break up and turn into these three bands, and this guy would go here, and then this would turn into these. And that was, it was easier to, it, it seems like now it's harder to follow because right. there's, because with social media, there's like a bajillion, I mean, there's a lot more bands now, not like there weren't a million back then, but there were, but there's a lot more venues, a lot more ways to, to meet people and, and hear them play. And then with the connections of social media, you also never know just because somebody that you follow or your actual friends with is friends with somebody else. They may not be able to pick them out of a crowd or has ever had a conversation with them. So oh my God, it's oh not God. the same kind of connection as it was then where it's, you would also see the same people at the same shows, you know, or at the different shows that had the same musicians. I used to love to go see a band called Cool Cafe. And those guys also played, some of them played um, 
with the Jazz Sparrows. Elias Hasslinger was in that band. And so when Eli started doing his own thing, it was like, then also like sometimes Kevin Lovejoy would play with him. And that's, that's how I got to know all of these freaking fantastic musicians that are all now like really kind of giants, especially in this town, but even beyond Ephraim Owens, Eli, folks like that, you know, those are the folks that I was just like riding my bike from one gig to the other, (laughs) watching their shows and then going home and like absorbing it all. Like, you know, Jeff Haley and Chris Searles and Debbie Garza from Twang Twang, those were buddies of mine. And then they went off to play with all these other folks that I would go check out, including like Eli and some other, but Chris played with Sean Coleman for a while. Anyway, it's just a, it was just so nice to not have to know anything about the artist I was going to go see because I knew I already had a, a respect and liked the taste of a bunch of the players. And then, and then that would just expound and expand. Then you'd go to that artist, you know, that new person's, you know, like, well, who's that guy? Who's that guy? And then, Oh, they play with so-and-so. And it yeah. was so nice. And it was, well, I think for most of the nineties, I didn't really know anything about popular music in the world. I was so absorbed in the local scene because there was so much and it was so good. And I was just so hungry for it. You know, so I missed a whole, I, yeah, there's, yeah. I know what Pearl Jam sounds like because of that guy's voice. Other than that, I don't know. <laughs> or I'm like, my mom calls them toe jam. Oh my God. She's like, what, what, what did your brother listen to? Oh, toe jam. I was like feeling it. And then she called cake pie. Things are really good. She's really good at it. But I I feel like the same way when it comes to like comedy, you know, as of all these people who uh, who write comedy and stuff together. And like Becky Joe will say a name and like, have you ever seen this person stand up? And I'll be like, no, I've never seen it. I'd be like, go, go to the Velveeta room. Go, let's just watch them. And then I go and I'm like, I trust you. I know, you know, comedy. And then I go and I laugh my ass off. So it's, you know, I mean, yes. These days, you can just like go and look up a YouTube video, and you're like, "Well, are yeah. they funny?" But of course, you know it's it, maybe that day you yeah, know is that the best show. Yeah, you still yeah, don't know. It, yeah, yeah, is how, it an old joke? Is it a new joke? Right. Yeah. Was it a good night? Was it a bad night? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like, it's, yeah. We've we've Kim and I have both seen like some of the funniest people we've ever known. Like just bomb, and like that's part of the gig, and no one's mad about it. Also. Uh, Carrie Hudson. Hi, sweet angel. She is here. Um, <sighs> so much love for you as well. And uh, she remembers being a little bit tipsy when she met you, Sheila. See, she she met you, Sheila, when she met you, Sheila. <clears throat> I'm apparently tipsy. I don't remember that. It's hitting hard. When did we meet? Did we meet at the Saxon? Uh-huh. She said from the Saxon pub and a bunch of heart emojis. Was she oh. singing with, with Hector? I think she was. Probably. I think she was singing with Hector and I was like, who? Is that we're on a delay I know. she'll answer in about yeah. five minutes when yeah. i saw carrie the first time when she's like <laughs> I, I mean i was I, like what are you paying her double it yeah well what are they paying her and like also can't yeah she said she was singing with hector uh, and like can i come along i don't know where we're going but i just want to like gonna have fun is gonna happen next yeah, yeah. I want to be at your IHOP table after the high school production of the musical. I want to be at Carrie's table because that's the good table. Yeah. You know, yeah. there you go. Carrie Hudson, the good company sharing that. All right. I think it is time. We're going to see a, a, for... another video yeah. um, and then we're going to come back and play a game. But uh, please. Are we going to watch? Is the next one shine? 
Next I was going to let you introduce it. Up to me. Yeah. Oh, it's up to me. So this was the first music video I ever made. It was before I learned any little tricks. You can tell it's a little stiff. I think it's adorable. And watch the way the elephant walks. I got the whole movement of the legs completely wrong. It's like his feet are flinging out like this. I like, I had to map it out and like draw it. I'm like, okay, this leg goes like this. And then, but then when I went to draw it, I drew it completely backwards. And so his feet are all wrong. Oh, and also check the, the Tin Man's belly button shows. Oh, I love it. A little peekaboo. I love Easter eggs like this. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, be sure to tip Zila on Venmo on PayPal. It's ticked in the comments below in the, in the little ticker below and in the comments. So make sure that you tip him. And uh, here's up to me by Zila. Oh.
Howdy, everybody, and welcome back to Comedians Interviewing Musicians. We are here with the incredibly talented Sila. Um, if you're having a good time, please Venmo, tip, PayPal. It's uh, running in the take comments as well as running along the bottom part of your screen right now on YouTube. Um, it's going it in this direction. Now, <clears throat> I know, right? Just gesture like yeah, Vanna White. This way. This way. Sorry. Like a like a very uh, uh, ominous pet of a evil billionaire. Um this is the time that we get to play a little game. <clears throat> uh, Sila has a, a dog named Miss Liza Minnelli. Uh, so I thought we would do, uh, did Liza say it or is it all lies? These, I'm going to read a series of quotes to you. Is either going to be a direct quote from Miss um, Liza Minnelli or the person, the person, yes. not the dog, the person, we're not quote, very important. We're not quoting my dog. She did not agree to anything. No. Your dog was was too busy. We couldn't get her on the phone. Yeah, we actually couldn't get a hold of her people. Yeah. They basically told us to screw ourselves on the phones. So we're like, yeah. all right, fine. She Eliza doesn't do any busy. negotiating. No, at all. no, no, no TMZ. Busy. I'm not wearing anything. Leave me alone. All right. But this is either a real Liza Minnelli quote or a quote from a famous impression of Liza Minnelli. Um, there, yeah, there's, there's, I didn't think, I thought this would be a lot easier. Turns out she's just as kooky as I remember. And it's damn near impossible to tell whether or not she really said this or not. Um, so let's begin. Are these uh, just like quotes in interviews in her life or quotes from movies? Um, the quotes that I have are, are quote, are like red carpet or, um, oh, okay. you know, like, uh, late night interviews. Okay. Um, roop. Are you going to do your Liza Minnelli impression though? I'm not, you know, I'm not, but if you, if you move around, like, like just get Kim, we should have texted him to you. You could have done it. Uh, the first one is I walk fast, always be a moving target. Marilyn Monroe taught me that. I think that's why. Is it Liza or all lies? You both think it's Liza? It's a hundred percent Liza. We started off with a banger. I just love the idea of her telling someone like always be a moving target. Like Marilyn Monroe taught me that she's just zipping she was, around. She was being hilarious. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes in my mind, tell. she's on a segue. And she's, when she's saying that. Yes. She's just like on a segue. And she'll always be a moving target. And like someone's trying to throw darts at her, you know, like at the, fair. Oh my God. Darts. <laughs> like, I'm just like, like, that that just went. I'm sorry. My <laughs> that went in a really creepy direction fast. It's Liza Minnelli's Don't final role. Her final role is the uh, um, the Liza, officer in Paul Blart Mall Cop, and she's zipping around on a Segway, going always Robert being the target. You mean rubber bands? Just flinging rubber yes. bands. Yeah, Nerf gun. Something. I'm sorry. I love you, Liza. I know she listens to this podcast. All the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tony, we're talking about my cute little husband. Isn't he cute? He's so cute. I just want to lick his shiny little face. That oh, is an impression. I think it's Liza. You're torn? <laughs> no, I think it's an impression. Yeah, yeah. I'm going against Sila. Well, the real true fans are here to stay. Sila, <laughs> uh, it's 100% an impression. It's actually um, the Christian uh, wig. 
It's this SNL sketch of it is not Kirsten Wade, it's Maya Rudolph playing okay. Liza Minnelli and Chris Kattan as her David guest. Okay. And uh, Alec Baldwin is playing Tony Bennett on the Tony Bennett show. <laughs> and like it's funny because Maya Rudolph's impression of Liza has like a severe lisp. Like, oh, that's beautiful. she's got a little, she's got a little like back of the cheek thing, but it's not like, like a oh, look how cute my husband is. Isn't he the cutest? And I'm like, Maya, what is this <laughs> oh. choice? It was a choice. <laughs> um, okay. You mean like John Travolta's acting in OJ versus the people? Oh, yeah, that wasn't acting. When he does, sorry. No. It's no, like I his, can't. it was like his neck was. Like he, like off camera, they just quick put his neck brace back on. Like he'd been in an accident yeah. and he was told not to move his neck the whole time. And then they'd be like, cut. And he'd be like, yeah. cut. And people would just, come on, come on, come on. And they just put the neck brace back on and he would, that's what it looked like. 100% well, sure he has yeah, motion. Like he was just, he was just yeah. always doing this. And then I, I was like, the, what did this person talk like? Yeah. I think it was no, all the plastic like surgery that. just sunk into his, plastic surgery molecules fell into his neck and he can't move them anymore. I hear that science. They're heavy. Yeah, actually, uh, David Miscavige's wife is actually just wearing John Travolta's skin suit around. That's how she's escaped. Um, (laughs) Wouldn't that be a bit? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, the next quote is (laughs) tweedly, tweedly, tweet, tweedly. I don't know how to tweet, darling. Oh. Can we have that again? Yeah. Tweetily, tweetily, tweet. tweet. I, don't, I don't know how to tweet, darling. Gosh, that could be her. Just singing. Tweetily, tweet. I don't know how to tweet, darling. Someone help me with this tweet. No, I'm going to say impression. Kimberly? I think it was the real Liza. It's a real impression is what it is. There's this uh, hysterical Damn. YouTube. You and so I this video was like, 10 years old, but uh, her name is Christine Petty. She's an impression and comic um, and she made a series of videos called Shit Liza Says and it's just her like bopping around her apartment doing different Liza things. There's a whole sequence. I didn't do any of the quotes because it was like cut intermittent between the whole thing, but they do. She's talking to a um, like urine town yellow wig with a Coke can attached to it. And she's like, oh my God, Gaga, I love you so much. We should do a duet. Can we do a duet, Liza? I just, uh, what, have you wanted to like, rah, rah, ha, 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 ba, 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 ba. We could get Fosse in on it. And it's like, it's just brilliant. If you have two minutes, it's only like a minute and 45 seconds long. Shit, Liza says, Christine Petty. She's great. Um, that sounds like it was the inspiration for the, the SNL skit with Christian Wig and- uh, Yeah, the Liza tries to turn off a lamp. Yeah, because so yeah, <laughs> it's a little fussy, Nick. Yeah. Um, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. What do I do? <laughs> um, uh, the next one is you tell that to Debbie Reynolds. Liza, it's probably her. That's. Uh, it's okay. I'm gonna give this one. I only brought it up because it is Kristen Wig as Liza oh, tries to turn up, but I'm pretty sure that Liza has definitely said that she said that yeah she's well you tell that to debbie reynolds who was it in that skit oh it was was it jonah hill oh we can't keep those little kitty cats waiting come on liza because they're supposed to be going to see cats (laughs) yes like i wrote this one down as an honorable mention because 
I couldn't use the whole quote because the quote had a joke in it. And I was like, well, this is going to give it away. And a kickball chain, kickball chain. Do you remember that? Atlantic City. I choked on a shrub. And she like, kicks the <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I choked on a shrimp and her leg is just all the way up, Straight up. on a shrimp. Choked yeah. on a shrimp. So good. Okay, uh, the next one is I believe all drunks go to heaven. Hmm. Kim's on impression. I'm just trying to switch it up. I know I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to say it was her being funny. It's 100% Liza. <laughs> Uh, See, I yeah. knew the pattern. Oh. Are you talking about you? Talking she about said, you? Oh, she's upset. What do you want to tell the people? Oh, for the podcast, let's my quotes are out of context. <laughs> yeah, this is also one of the episodes where I'm going to implore you to stop listening to it and just get on over the YouTube because it's too cute for words. But Liza Minnelli, the dog. For for press reasons, the dog um, is wearing an adorable the person. Yes, adorable hooded vest. Um, it's a white stripe, white and red stripe candy striper moment. And she is having an existential crisis and needs to be cuddled by her mother because we are apparently embarrassing her. So I promise. But just like the head on the chest where she's just like, I'm done. Little. Can you unplug it, mom? I'm done. Um, this hoodie, also, it's a hand-me-down from another small dog that got too fat. See, hand-me-downs are important. Um Okay, I have two. I have two more before we before we do the last song. I have two more, and I think these are my favorite. Um, Perez Hilton. Oh, he's cute. Is he single? That's an impression. I agree. That's Christine Petty with shit. Liza says again, it's a double zinger because her and her mother married enough gay men for. I thought someone who's whistling at me. It's the tequila. I'm losing my mind. Um, Perez Hilton. Oh, he's cute. Is he single? Also, Perez Hilton is not cute nor nice. No one should support that man. Free Britney. Okay. Uh, Last and final one. Because there's nothing like playing the palace. Mama played the palace. I sat in the fourth row. She sang right to me. That's probably her. You're both going, Liza. This is actually it's my favorite one because the last part of this is, uh, this is the full quote. This is the only one I didn't give you a full quote on because it definitely gives it away. Are you familiar with the RuPaul's Drag Race game, the Snatch game? Because Alexis Michelle in season 10. I'm right. Might be wrong. What minute mark? So, yeah, season mark, uh, is a Snatch game, Liza Minnelli. This is because there's nothing like playing the palace. Mama played the palace. I sat in the fourth row. She sang right to me and all the other homosexuals. And then that's the end of that quote. <laughs> and I live, I have watched that season of Snatch game so many times because Alexis Michelle in general was on like, meh queen but by god you put her in a liza wig and some jazz steppers and she's just <laughs> like like oh my god it was fantastic hands down <laughs> gotta check it out and that was liza or all lies seela one what a game what do yeah, i get like so much the real winner is liza minnelli the puppy wait let's listen see if we can get a a little 
little grumble puff for the podcast. He's, oh, it sounded he's... like a squeak toy, just like exhaling. Yeah. Oh, God, your breath is terrible. <laughs> she says, she excuse says, me. Look in your own butt and having good breath. She goes, you feed me. But it's like. <laughs> she said, this could be chicken nuggets, but you play in with Purina. It's like so. shoes, <laughs> like inside his shoes. Frito, if Fritos wore shoes. shoes. Oh, smells that's like better. Shoes. <laughs> that's better. My dog's breath smells like low tide. No. It's oh, bad. God. Oh, he's old. He needs some dental work. Need a couple teeth pulled. Speaking of teeth pulled, that's a terror. That's the worst segue I've ever. That's a good tried. segue. Which which track are we doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, Chris, what did you say? Pride. Surprise. I thought you said. I thought you just said Christ. And I was like, okay, well, Chris <laughs> is done. He's, We're doing finally happened. <laughs> that's uh, it now. Just a, a reminder to everyone: uh, we can hear Chris, but you can't. Um. Well, it would be fun if we all had the same uh, imaginary friend in our head named Chris. That's called I mean, our like... guilty conscience. No. Uh, but this is the uh, last video we're going to do in the live stream. Then we're going to cut the feed. We're going to come back and say thank you, of course, and say goodbye. But if you want to see the rest of this interview, you're going to have to join us on Patreon. Uh, for as little as $3 a month, you can watch all the exclusive uh after show interviews we get to ask a couple more questions and get a bonus song so be sure to check that out um Sila, where can uh our fans and followers follow you and support you um i have a website and it is imsela.com kind of like i am legend so it's i-a-m-s-e-e-l-a.com um and from there you can get to my art website where i've got prints and paintings and stuff um, for sale. But on my music website, there's also a tab for all the videos that I've done for folks that are out now. There's some that are, haven't been released yet, which is like, eh. um, but uh, what else have I got? Uh, I've got a Patreon page. Yeah, the Patreon is in the comments. Um, uh, it's patreon.com slash Sela, S-E-E-L-A. Yes, and if you join patreon then every month you get a postcard in the mail from me with original art on it that's so <gasps> cool and like i little... love getting postcards yeah you can stick it on your fridge you could use it as a coaster it's real shiny so you can't write a list on it because it'll get a little smear oh <laughs> um but you could you could probably like use it to open a door like like you know that's locked like slide it yes it's you can break into someone's home yeah mm -hmm. i like that yeah yeah into it all right and then so you support leave Sila that and others, uh... scene of the crime <laughs> i'll be the one in trouble <laughs> don't worry Sila, i'll get in trouble Sila, it looks like you've broken into <laughs> 403 houses this month yeah. ow well you're like you can too with this note card no um <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can support Sila. Uh, so be sure to do that. Uh, Venmo with the fist bump and the uh, either guy in purple, whether you're on iPhone or you're on Facebook or whatever, but just a dancing disco dude. So they know. Um, and uh, thanks all for all of you in supporting tonight and who tuned in to get some great comments. Like we love you. And we can't wait to see y'all in real life. Finally, hopefully soon. Everyone go get vaccinated when they can. Uh, and let's uh, do one more song with. Can I say something before we play this video? Please. This this song is called Prize. And I wrote it um, 
a few months after my father passed and I, my father was very ill for a very long time. He, he suffered um, for over a decade. And I just want to say, if uh, you haven't talked to your dad in a while, I haven't called your dad, I'll give your dad a call. He'd love to hear from you. I love that. Thank you so much for that, Sila. I'm sorry for your loss. Let's, let's hear Prize by Sila. Thanks.
and uh, welcome back. Uh, this has been episode 160 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. And uh, Kim and I could not be more honored to be joined by Sila. Thank you again so much for being part of the show tonight. This has been, this is so fun. Thanks for having me. No, this you is are incredible. So like, thank so you. Uh, it always is awesome to get to meet new people. It is especially awesome to meet like dope women who are just killing it and making incredible art. And we want every one of our patrons to join Sila's Patreon as well. Uh, make sure that you tip them tonight. They've got uh, the PayPal and the Venmo up. Also, if you join Patreon, it's like a monthly tip. No guilt. There you go. Yeah, Get that postcard. Leave it anywhere that you uh, decide to break into. So um, I just want to say thank you again. And to all of our sponsors and patrons, we love you. Um, Carrie, shout out again, girlfriend. Uh, She said you are brilliant. She is not wrong. Uh, (laughs) So make sure, follow Carrie Hudson in the good company. Uh, My name is Becky Joe. This is my co-host, Kim Stacy. Tonight we got to interview Sila. We are going to disconnect on this live stream, but then we're going to film some uh, super exclusive Patreon content for you. Uh, so be sure to tune in. See, 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 tune in. Help. My brain's melting. Okay. Head over to CIMP.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.